The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Silence Your Phones, your movie review podcast found exclusively on the network at BICVP-radio.com. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Sean Fritz. And I don't even know what day it is. What day is it, man? I mean, it's today. 2020 didn't stop. 2021 still feels because it's where did January go? It feels like January disappeared. We're deep into February. Well, my January disappeared to Chicago twice. (laughs) Oh gosh, that's right. You had to do that, that yeah, entertaining was, it, drive. So, well, we flew there and back at the beginning of, well, I was in New Hampshire at the, for the first week of first full week of January. Yeah. And then the third week of January, I went to Chicago by plane, returned yeah. by plane, but it was a whirlwind, whirlwind weekend. Um, I had a 6am flight on Thursday. That was, that was my <laughs> favorite no uh, thanks yeah talk about getting up at 3 45 oh, in the morning God, no thanks and landed in chicago at eight took an uber where the guy i think drove with both feet so it was constant herky-jerky in the car and it was seven miles from the airport which means it was 45 minutes i don't like city driving mm. i'm glad i didn't do it mm. uh and then uh proceeded to pack up a house that had been lived in for 25 plus years so, you know, there was a lot of things to pack, toss, Any Any cool, cool treasures found? Any kind of like, yo, you know, this Action Comics number one goes for yeah, quite a penny. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and tuck this away. <laughs> you didn't have this... any comics? <laughs> no, there was, uh, there was nothing that oh, we did find one thing. It was a Comcast TV box. That was our great treasure find. <laughs> and uh, it was literally the size of three credit cards stacked up. I was like, I didn't know they made them this small. <laughs> that was the exciting find because there's a whole backstory with it and um, I'm not going to get into it, but we found it because Comcast was like, you still have this. Why don't you have it active? I'm like, well, we don't need TV, TV service. We don't, we don't have the box. Why would we want service that was ordered a month ago? And they're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll go ahead and get rid of that. Yeah. What's and, the movie uh, collection look like? Blu-ray, DVD, VHS? Invisible. None. No movies. None. No. There's all, Who's, I mean, they're, they're, it's Ease Mom. But so no movies at all. Not a movie watcher. Not a technology person. Ah, okay. So okay. it's all Netflix until it says, are you still here? And then it's like, how oh, do I works. tell it that I'm still here? <laughs> it uh, works though, man. For the, you know, you, you don't have to worry about getting up, putting the VHS tape in or putting the DVD in. There was a relic that was found. It was a PlayStation 2. Hey, that's nice. Yeah. Well, it went back to its owner. Ah. Another story for another time not my <laughs> not my business to tell gotcha uh, gotcha then we flew back that was the end of that was uh, the third week of of whatever month that was january 
I'm the, telling you, man, 2020 is still just the kind of oh oh it it continues remnants flew back the I guess it was the first week of February. I yeah, don't remember? Um, no, it was the last week, last week of January. Another Thursday flight, and this guy here said, "Hey, let's do this great thing of let's hit the ground running as soon as we get there." We can either take a 6 a.m. flight or a 3.45 flight. Well, it was a 6 a.m. flight. Mm-hmm. Two of those in one month. That was fun. No, thanks. Get there. We took one-way trips because your boy here, unfortunately, pulled the short straw and had to drive a U-Haul back from Chicago to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. The best part is that on I, I, we were planning on leaving Saturday. She was going to drive her and her mom back in her mom's car, and I was mm-hmm. going to drive the U-Haul. Not yeah. a big deal. Well, Thursday, they're like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a, a hell of a snowstorm that comes in. <laughs> yeah. Three o'clock. Well, Sean, and then they push it back to four. Well, Sean leaves at 4.30. Things are going okay. I covered a whole, what you would normally cover in two hours of sunny weather in about six hours. Oh, my gosh. And I went to clear off the windshield. I had to clear off the windshield because you know how the ice and the slush builds up in the wipers. So I yeah. pull off to one of the, the interstate stops and I'm, I see trucks this way, cars this way. So I'm going to the left for the cars, but there's no thing for the trucks, but there's two at the cars. So I'm like, oh, it must be this split here. No, some dummy just didn't slow down and went through the grass. <laughs> so I got stuck for about an hour and a half. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, damn, eventually a tow dude, truck no came and helped me out. There was another person that was thinking the same thing that I was. They pulled off, but they went to my left. There's an embankment right there. Oh, so I just no. saw them go forward, and then they just slid straight down the hill. Damn, dude, that sucks. Yeah. Luckily, no. we both got out of there. I got a hotel for the night by myself, and um, she was nowhere to be seen after I after I got uh, excavated. And um, and then the... Uh, at least you got a hotel, man. You yeah. weren't stuck in some weird abandoned cabins in the middle of Swedish forest. Yeah, thankfully I was in Indianapolis. <laughs> that's a, a bit a bit of a different scenario here. So that's and, my stories. And here we are in mid-February. Hopefully things are normal for the rest of, I don't know, the week at the very least. Yeah, something, right? I mean, I don't know. I just like to get back to feeling somewhat normal. Hopefully in a few more months, man. I know we got vaccines coming out. Not fast enough, but they're coming out. So, Coming uh, faster than they were, so that's all yeah, we can really true. We can be glad for that. But uh, but this is Silence Your Phones. This is where we watch movies and we talk about them. And I was referencing The Cabin in the Woods, but that's not what we watched this time around. This time around, we decided to stay in the hills of Sweden, in the mountains, in the forests of Sweden. The last one we watched was Midsummer. Beautiful, rolling Swedish hills, gorgeous sunlight. This film was the complete polar opposite it was like we saw the uh, the other side, the darker side of Sweden. And this time... <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Roger Corman film. You know, they built the sets to fit exactly in the frame. It's like, what happens like when, when you're just right outside the frame? Not here, exactly. but over here. Exactly. This time around, we checked out The Ritual. Rob would have loved this place. He's a good man. The best of us. You know, they have walking trails in England. Pubs. Come on, man. Where's your soul? Ah! Oh, oh, it's twisted. It's twisted. All right. Yep. Oh. Easy, easy. Look, we go southwest through here. We cut the journey in half. Or through the forest. Yeah, why not? 
Should have gone to Vegas. Oh, you'd have found something to fall over in Vegas too, mate. Now, is it me, or is it really quiet in here? Could be hunters out here. On bait, possibly. Or it's the bit they don't show you in the nature documentary. It's a warning. We shouldn't be here. Where the hell are we, Huts? We should pitch the tents. This is ridiculous, man. Luke, you're getting soaked. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear anything. Come on. It was a nightmare, Phil. Well, what happened to you, then? We got spooked and we had bad dreams, all right? I woke up last night. Look, look at this. Nothing has done that to you. You've done it to yourself. Why do you have to deny everything because I Because I do not value your judgment. We need to be working together, man. Now, you'd seen this before. I have seen this before. Mm -hmm. um, did you see it right when it came out, like back in 2017? I think it was 17 in England because okay. it's an English movie filmed in Romania, not Sweden. Yeah. But it was, I think it came out in 18 on Netflix yes. because they bought the worldwide distribution rights. And I think I'd seen it right around the time it had come out just Same. because it's like, hey, you liked something that involved this. Try, check this one out. Yeah. Sure. It's 10 o'clock at night. I don't feel like going to bed yet. Let's watch this movie and make a big mistake for the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did too. I watched it when it first came out and I, be, I remember being very impressed with it and, and feeling like that was actually a really good film. Um, mm -hmm. So when we said we were going to watch it again, I thought, you know, cool. And I was trying to pull up in my memory, like, the, I mean, I, I remember the beginning, like I remember that being a, a very kind of influential thing throughout the movie, but I couldn't remember too much else. Like I remember, you know, the main theme, didn't remember a lot of the beats, didn't remember, you know, much of how everything wound up. So it was kind of like watching it fresh, but kind of knowing what was happening so that you were able to pay more attention to things and pick up on things. Uh, but yeah, so, so I had seen it before and I, you know, my initial thinking was that I really enjoyed it and I was interested to see how I'd feel after I watched it this time around with more of a, of a critique kind of a lens on it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let's get right into this dude, the plot. These four guys, right? These five, well, five friends, it starts out with five friends planting, uh, planting, planning a holiday, right? They're, uh, they're at a pub and they're trying to figure out where they want to go. One friend, you know, suggests we should go to Amsterdam. And the other guy makes, makes a comment that I find myself saying more and more anymore. Uh, <laughs> we're not young fellas anymore, <laughs> right? Like we're getting a little older. We don't need to be doing that kind of shit. 
yeah, our bodies are not as uh, our bodies can't recover as easily as they used to. No, nah, no. Nah. So, you know, the one mentions that he wants to do this hiking holiday in, in the Swedish mountains and the Swedish hillsides. And so uh, from there, they leave the pub. And before they head home, our, one of our main characters, I feel like he's the main character in this film. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he says he wants to go in and grab a bottle of a bottle from the, one of the late night liquor stores. The other guys are all like, nah, come on. You know, it's a school night. We, we don't want to do this. And, and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go. And he, he kind of talks his other friend to come in with him. So they go in. Unfortunately, they go in while there's a robbery going down. Mm-hmm. And unknown uh, to anybody outside because it's all no. taking place out in the back room. Right. And, and, and I remember the first time watching this being like, oh, shit. Remember, it was like they look over and there's the girl and you're like, oh, this isn't going to be good now. The reveal is really well done. Yes, big time. Um, the so it goes wrong, right? So when the robbers first come out, our main character kind of hides. He jumps behind a a, a an shelf, end yeah. an end cap, yeah. Uh, and his friends kind of frozen there in the middle of the floor, just kind of in the aisle, staring at this go down. And they confront him. They steal his his wallet, his his watch. Uh, and when they want more, and he doesn't give give up, they his want wedding his wedding ring. ring. Yeah, his wedding ring. They blast him across the head with a pipe. Just a oh, steal. Uh, uh, what was, that was it? Was a machete. That was a machete. I thought it was a pipe. Uh, uh-uh, uh, that was a machete. Oh, I got to go back and see that again. I think, I, no, I, it, I, and it wasn't like a regular machete. Like this is one of those I'm going to cut down like bamboo in the forest type machete. Oh, like, I didn't even notice. Was, I thought it, it was, was like a, a broadsword almost. Damn. So yeah, they blast him, dude, and he just goes down and basically dies. He dies there and and looks up at his his. They hit him a up? second time. Oh yeah. The, yeah. That 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 the guy with the with with a handheld object yeah hits him twice and the other guy that's with him is like was that necessary really yeah exactly uh they had to hightail it out of there so this is how it opens and then instantly we're transported to him waking up inside a tent and so we find that now we're it's six months later and we're in the middle of the holiday and the remaining four friends are doing this this hike the the, Mm -hmm. basically the trip that their their late friend had wanted to take and it takes them into the forest. They decide they're going to go for a shortcut after one of them sprains his knee. And, uh, you know, that's what takes them into the forests. And then we're kind of pulled into, you know, for the second week in a row, another pagan cult uh, type of a thing going on in, in, in ancient the country of Sweden. Pagan cult, yeah. Isn't that um, fun? Yeah. And it starts with them first, you know, finding weird ruins carved into trees. They find, uh, you know, an elk or whatever that was some, some sort of some, it was an effigy. What was that thing was that was hanging from the trees? Oh, oh, that, yeah, that was just, that was an animal that was or something. Yeah. yeah, An elk yak. Yeah. Too big to be, or too small to be a moose, especially the antlers, but yeah, yeah, some sort Uh, of forest dwelling animal. And then as is, as is customary in these types of films, uh, the shortcut isn't really a shortcut. It ends up taking much longer. So they have to kind of buckle down for the night when it's pouring rain. They find this abandoned cabin in which, as Sean mentioned, they find this weird effigy, this weird kind of like altar of it looked like a I don't even know what kind of creature it was, but that the more you looked at it and I know that they did that little pan down thing it looked like it was somebody, a dead body with, with things kind of attached to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually in the end, toward the end of the movie, you do see where that, that effigy symbolizes yeah. what, what is, um, 
you know, what is in the forest, what is uh, being worshipped elsewhere, and and so on. So this film, then again, you we you know the next day they they all wake up t- from terrible nightmares and they're ter- doing weird crap. One guy is naked, like like uh, praising, worshiping this thing. Uh, This thing's upstairs, by the way, and they sleep downstairs and they're soaking wet and it's raining. So that's... Yeah, our main character is out in the woods with puncture holes in his chest. Um, You know, the one one of the guys wakes up, he had pissed his pants all night and the other guy's just having the most terrifying nightmares. He keeps screaming for his wife. Um, So these guys are all freaking out already and they they get, they leave the cabin the next day and they're, they're just hell bent on trying to get to civilization. They're rattled at this point. Um, yeah, and that's the it's the worst piece because then it just keeps getting worse. They start fighting each other. You know, it's it's it becomes this kind of. There's a lot happening in this film, but the the plot is this piece itself is these guys are just trying to make it out, and unfortunately, they're not going to because there is there's something in these woods, um, that is not human, and it brings us to this kind of culmination at the end where you know only our main character, the guy that had to sit there and watch his, his first friend die, you know, get killed ends up having to watch the rest of his friends taken the same way. He's the only one that makes it out. Spoiler. Uh, but this is the plot. The idea is, is this is their thing right now. There's a lot of themes happening within this plot. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that stood out to you? Well, there was obviously PTSD. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, on, un- unaddressed. Guilt. survivor's guilt unaddressed ptsd heavy 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 guilt i took a lot of guilt in this the fact that he felt like it was his fault he felt like that's how his friends saw him they verbalized that it was your fault you didn't stand up and help fight for your with your friend Mm -hmm. um a lot of guilt in this film oh yeah um i mean there was there was uh i mean there was obviously cultish religious zealots oh yeah Um, a lot of grief a lot of grief in this it felt like there was a lot of that in terms of the darkness of the woods, this creature, the, the fight at the end, his way of getting out and screaming it out. That was him kind of getting out of his grief. You know what I mean? It was, I mean, there was a lot on the surface, but there was so much symbolism in a lot of what was happening towards the end with what he had been dealing with this whole time mm-hmm. that, it, you know, I, today after watching it as it, as it ended, uh, cause I watched it this morning. I just felt I, I felt like that ending was extremely emotional. I didn't remember it the first time that way, but this time I was like, "Wow, that was intense!" Just the way he was kind of just letting it all out, like, you know, you're not gonna, I'm not gonna bow to the grief anymore. I'm not gonna let the grief keep pushing me down. Well, the law is gonna push him down because he left <laughs> the woods with four. He started with four, three friends and left with none. Yeah, which then could you could we go back and say if we looked at this from a different lens, what if that was just his entire psyche going nuts and he kills all his friends? Like you he's mean just like, a murderer. So something like uh like how American Psycho leaves it like the big question mark at the end like Yeah, did, was this all in his head? Did this or... really happen? Yeah, is this yeah. just a fantasy or or what is this? Exactly. Um but yeah, that's overall that's the plot. It's a it's a straight plot in terms of these guys that go out to celebrate a friend's pat, you know, their life uh and they come across uh, again this weird pagan cult that worships this this beast. Um and again, we have all of these other underlying themes. Well, the interactions they between them as well. They don't worship it by choice either. Yeah, no. So they were forced into it. And you said something about that. I was saying how, you know, it's all of these, the, this, these Swedish people, but you said they weren't all Swedish. So did I miss something in, in regards to that? Yeah. None of them spoke English except that one girl, that one woman. Yeah. 
Remember when they found the credit cards and the wallet and the buried tent From and the, the picture yeah. of those four people and the girl that was standing off of the other three? Yeah. That's the girl. Yo, really? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. There's a lot of subtleties in this movie. Wow. Uh, I actually ended up watching a because we wanted to we went when we once we watched it, she's like, I'm not going to bed yet. Let's watch something else. I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's watch a YouTube video on the movie. She's like, Really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so so we watched a YouTube video that actually broke down. I, I was interested in the in yeah. the the Jotun that was uh that was is it a real thing? Is it a is it a is, it's a original creation? But yeah. damn it, if they didn't nail what the hell that thing could look like. I mean, that thing was like, it's... it's yeah, like we're a, definitely going to get into the, the looks of that thing, dude. Like, the imagery of that thing in, in the way it was shot, we'll get into that too. Yeah. But like, damn it, if that wasn't just... Like, it really, you're like, oh, I can see why these people are scared shitless. And oh, why heck just, yeah. Wow. But the... um, uh, I forget where I was going with that. What was I talking about? You were watching that video on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. We watched this video and like, there's subtleties like where it's light out and he remember when he runs up to the top of the hill to, mm-hmm. to look out and see, I think it was right after their, for the first friend dies. Mm-hmm. He runs up and he looks out at the thing and he just sees all those trees everywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't notice it unless it's pointed out. But when he's looking at the trees toward the back, here, let me toward the back, mm-hmm. there's a hand that moves on one of the trees and you're just like, really what the fuck yeah i was oh, yeah. trying i was trying so hard to see if there was any movement yet because i remember there it's, having been it, it's something. a hand it's a hand that does this and then it disappears and that it like it just like it taps oh, each that's finger so awesome i love and it. it and it goes away it is there are so many subtleties in this movie not only the writing and the themes but like the effects as well as like i'm getting chills thinking about it dude. yeah it's, yeah yeah it's such a layered dense movie that you know you could watch it five times and probably catch more and more and more it's like a marvel movie but lower nice. budget no yeah this is this is definitely great it is a british film um directed by david bruckner written by joe barton so apparently i didn't know this this was based on a 2011 novel of the same name so i wonder how close it stays to the information in the novel Did they say in that video you watched no not at all all right um but yeah, so that's our plot overall. Uh, for me, it was again, it was pretty solid, pretty pretty straightforward. But then, what I really did like was a lot of the int. So this is what I like about these kinds of horror films. Hold on, you yeah. mentioned David Bruckner. Mm-hmm. This guy directed VHS. Oh, that makes sense. It's good stuff. Have you seen you've seen VHS? Yeah, kind of messed up. But yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> um, yeah, but what I really like about these kinds of horror films is that it's not always the horror in terms of the monster, right? It's the horror of the the, the actual human things they're dealing with, the horror of having that kind of guilt and that kind of grief and and that that, you know, and even the other the friends, that idea of you're trying, I mean, you know, you're, it's always going to be there. You're, you're friends with the guy, but you're always going to blame him for the death of your other friend. Do you know what I mean? And it was mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's intense. There's that moment when the two friends are, are kind of off and he's like, is that what you think? And the dude's just like, I don't know. And like how heartbreaking that should can be for him. You know, these guys were all really close. That's the insinuation that they've been friends since university, since school days. Yeah. And, and now you have to live with the fact that your friend's the way they look at you is that it's your fault. You know what I mean? 
well, it's, are they looking at you like that? And, or are you putting it in your own head? Right. Are you inside your own head because you haven't dealt with this PTSD or this event that happened that one of your best friends, could you have saved him? Right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say no, because right. all he had were hands. And this guy had either a lead pipe or a broadsword. I'm going to go <laughs> basically with, a I rapier. Was, I'm pretty sure it was, it was a sword. You, you put your hands up. Yeah. You got no hands anymore. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, you could have thrown a bottle, but what else is that going to get you? Like it's going to knock know, one down just, and there's still another one. Yeah. I don't know. And it was, gonna, it was crazy. It's going to escalate the situation a little bit. It was crazy, dude. And I love that. I love that about the film too, is that it kind of lulls you in, you know, you're kind of at the bar with the friends, they're talking, talking, they go in, they're getting alcohol and then boom, this shit happens. And it's so kind of out, out of, out of left field. You weren't expecting it. It's mm -hmm. a shock. And then it does this quick snap. And the next thing you know, he's in a tent and it's the, the hillsides and it's all, mm -hmm. it, it's like this very jarring kind of change up. Um, but yeah, let's get into let's get into the acting now because these uh these these guys were pretty decent and and for for you know basically I would say no names I don't know any of these guys really I think one of them looks somewhat familiar uh you know the acting is pretty spot on so let's get into the acting. What were your thoughts, dude? Uh, I mean, you felt what they felt. It was it was incredibly well acted, you know. There was, you know, you really you knew exactly what was happening with the way they looked, the way they felt, the way they carried themselves. Body language was perfectly spot on, and you know, I it was exactly what what you needed um, to to really feel everything. You know, they they all delivered. I think a perfect and it's a movie with four people is really what it's basically. Four, yeah, four per, I mean, there's some very there's like a couple scenes supporting actors but there's there's effectively there are four people in this movie yeah one of, so the main guy the main character that we follow his uh the actor's name is rafe spall i was looking at his this his uh the filmography so there's some things that he's done that i know of but i just don't i've never really seen him like i never saw prometheus he was in that did you ever see um, hot fuzz yeah yeah but what was he in in hot fuzz he was he was the andy one of the andes was he really Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he's wow. in the Cornetto trilogy. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Uh, another guy, Archer Al, uh, Archer Ali. Um, again, I'm looking at his movies. I've not seen one of them. Um, yeah, I think this is all predominantly British or yeah, or you know, locals. It's basically what, what 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 I'm seeing. I think one of the guys was it was on Downton Abbey. Uh, there was a, a gentleman, Sam Troughton. He was in a bunch of different things. He's been in. Um, uh, Alien versus Predator, uh, Hex oh, yeah. Robin. Because I remember Hood. that movie. <laughs> oh, you don't remember that? He um, plays a lot of guys named Thomas. <laughs> like in 2004. That's a thing. I'm just going to do nothing but Thomas's all year. In Sylvia, he played Tom Hadley Clark. In Gunpowder Treason and the, and Plot, he played Thomas Winter. In AVP, he played Thomas Parks. In Messiah: The Promise, he played Thomas Stone. Okay. Well, yeah, a lot he, of Thomas. Pigeonhole as Thomas. He's just got the, the look, right? Hey, we need a Thomas. Oh, I got the guy that looks just the part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember that asshole friend from the, the ritual? Yeah, him. He's perfect. <laughs> he looks just like a Thomas. Um, but no, dude, yeah, they all played. I think they all did very well in their mm -hmm. parts. Um, and they played, you know, specific kinds of characters. It wasn't like they were 
vanilla, like forgettable. You know, they all had their own kind of personality for, for some of them that were on screen less time than others. Um, but even like the Tom dude, like you're saying, that played the asshole. He comes across as, as as kind of an asshole, but he's also that guy that everybody in the in the group just kind of rolls their eyes, right? Because they that's immediately what happens when it's like, you know, how bad do you really think it is? It's like, oh, he's probably just making worse of it than it is when he twists his knee. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, then you see the knee eventually. Oh yeah, and then you're like, oh yeah, he wasn't he wasn't joking, but it does it does kind of speak to the kind of personality that he is. That He's they the boy who cried wolf. Way. Exactly, he he does nothing but complain all the time, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, it was it was it was pretty interesting. Um, the the interaction I like when you have, especially when it's a smaller group of, of actors, a smaller cast, when you feel like they do know each other, because that's how they played this. I felt like they did. They knew each other for a while. These guys have been friends for a long time, and that's how they played it. Yeah, they they know each other's. Uh, points to they know what what buttons to push they know you know how to be a good friend how to be a jerk how to how to motivate people within this group they you know they know how to you know and and i think hutch is the uh, the de facto leader of the group you know with with luke being i guess maybe his his second yeah but it's uh yeah, well, I mean, of the four, we don't know how how it was with Robert because you know that for second scene in the movie, he gets. It feels like he may have been their kind of de facto leader because he was the one who made the call on where they were all going to go. Well, they went on. This they were trip. kind of looking to, towards him to him as in you know if we're not doing Amsterdam, where should we go? Well, they I think they were all throwing out ideas in that scene and the idea that he came up with that was like his last suggestion so that's why they went and i think they did that as like a because they have that memorial as a ritual at the top of that mountain or the top of that hill yeah um but yeah i think it was it was it was you know top i think it was top pretty good pretty good acting very Mm -hmm. especially emotional too like i said there's a lot of pieces in that that were emotional the very end just that that release the way he was like screaming out was just very emotional as well uh i thought it was done well and then dude then the cult man the old lady creepy the one that he punched in the face (laughs) (laughs) yeah when he did that i was like oh that's right he does hit that old lady dude that was funny man that was that Um, was good let's get into the special or the sound that's we're on now sound and music sound and score score is is a score basically there's there's not i don't think there's any unless they was there any music in the bar in the pub i don't remember it i just remember there's being all score there was nothing in the captions yeah (laughs) it just said music playing yeah it was all score um and Mm -hmm. so when you watch these you you watch it obviously just regular right like i was watching it today with my earbuds in and man the sound (sighs) you know that's a good that's a good that's a good thing to mention. And, and no, I've been watching them the way that they are presented mm-hmm. on mass, you know, in a theater, you don't have individualized headphones, although that would be an interesting thing, you know, right. To, uh, but they have, I was just um, thinking about that today. I was thinking the next time me and Aaron are watching a movie, I'm just going to get a splitter. We're going to both wear headphones because the amount of stuff I could hear just in my ear holes, man, the, the background sounds the, the just mm-hmm. the most, the most like subtle, subtle, like whispers. And there's a scene when he first gets out of the, the, um, the thing and he's, he's wandering through that house at the very, very end that 
for a second, I had to pull my earbuds out because I was wondering if I was hearing my own heart beating in my ears. You know how sometimes you can do, you, you hear that, you, you hear the, but the it's such a, yeah. it was such a very subtle, like heartbeat sound that mm-hmm. it, it, it made me feel intense. Like what the hell's going on? Why is my heart beating so fast, dude? Mm-hmm. You're excited. It was a good movie. That's insane. why. Yeah. That, that's, that's a good, that's a, a good, um, item to bring up though because like sound design is it's designed for speakers Mm -hmm. but your earbuds are also speakers and it actually puts all of the sound funnels it right into your ear so it's uh lost if you've ever watched that show did a lot of this kind of subtle layers of audio where and i haven't watched it i just know that they did this um and i'm sure that all the other jj abram stuff did too like um cloverfield and whatever Mm -hmm. uh where they have like those very subtle layers of audio that if you put on the captions you will hear these these very subtle whispers and things that you won't hear them you'll It'll read say them. it yeah yeah but it will it will tell you of you know in some cases yeah. others not so much i do turn off captions when i watch stand-up comedy uh, <laughs> in case anyone else is wondering because it ruins the joke uh, but you already read it before he's done saying yeah, it <laughs> i mean i've probably seen the special before but y- y- you know yeah but yeah it's uh it's definitely um, they definitely have the sound on this one. I mean, and this this director is, you know, have you ever seen Signal? I, I haven't. No, I didn't. No. Maybe we actually go through this guy's stuff too, right? Because he doesn't have many, but I mean, VHS we've already seen it. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'd re- want to rewatch that. It's a little, <laughs> a little predatory little in much. some cases. A little much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, dude, uh, sound design in this was was having earbuds in. I have to tell you, it definitely made this film more i felt like i was in it more hearing kind of like you know just the breeze through the trees in certain spots but then there's those pieces where you're supposed to hear branches and the breaking of bark in the distance like layered behind you because literally it's what it sounds like it literally sounds like it's behind me you know with Mm -hmm. their with the way they record that stuff dude yeah it's insane it was it was i thought the sound design on this was great the sound effects were phenomenal and the score you know perfect one of the things i noticed i was just talking about that you know heartbeat during that mm-hmm. moment but there's also the strings right like the violin and there and and i literally was this is what really made me think about this was i could pick out when there was certain violin you know players that were doing the the broad you know stroke that and then there were ones that were at the same time that were going very subtle very quick yeah real 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 soft that it was very unnerving it was very kind of like grating on my nerves to hear that it created that nervous tension yes and that is what a good score does so good it was very 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 good and yeah again sound effects on this the sounds of the creature the sounds of the woods oh it was so good it was on point Mm-hmm. And and since you say the the sounds of the creature, let's talk about the look of the creature. Yes, let's get in into the effects. Special effects. Woo! <laughs> yeah, dude, the look of the creature. Who here, designed let, let, this creature? Uh, I don't know, but here, let me describe it. Okay, if you haven't seen this movie, you yeah. probably should have by now. But I'm gonna see how this sounds. Let me. Okay, see. so picture a. So sideways, this is how I'm going to describe it. From the side, a silhouette. It's an elephant body with exposed, elongated spinal vertebrae. In the front, it's got a head, like a human head, but more like a, like that thing from um, Ghosts and Goblins. 
it's basically like a hood, like a an Ewok. Um, but basically it's got a hood and it's got like a teardrop face that you can only see the eyes. They're almost like a Jawa. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I know I was going somewhere Star Wars, but I couldn't think of which (laughs) one it was. I'm thinking Tuscan Raiders. No, that's definitely not it. Uh, so elephant body with exposed elongated vertebrae upwards, uh, a human head but you don't see the head it's in like a cloak you just see two red eyes it's got hands or i'm sorry it's got arms and hands that extend below the head and they operate just like human arms and hands but it's got legs that extend up and outward like horns or antlers or like the effigy at the very beginning and they look kind of like feet but also like antlers Mm -hmm. and it's big as fuck yeah and there's a lot of kind of tree elements to this thing. It looked like bark almost like the one that went and posed and did this kind of yo- yoga looking pose at the mm-hmm. very end. It looked like it was, it was stretching itself out in terms of like, like almost like a tree, like a, like a statue to be worshiped. Yeah. For me, I would think it's I, I, aside. I liked your, your, your description was almost perfect. I, I wouldn't have said elephant. I would, to me, it looks more like a moose, like a giant moose, like the body of a moose. It was bigger um, than that though. Like Hence, an elkish giant, you know? Yeah. Like a, weird. like one of those mythical oversized Bigfoot type, dude, not Bigfoot, but you know, whoever designed this thing, because I yeah. couldn't remember what it looked like. So I, like I said, we saw this. So when I was watching it today, it, it's all the way to the end before you see it. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, I hope I can't remember what this looks like. So I hope I'm not going to be disappointed. I hope it's not going to be one of these things where they should have kept the creature in the dark or off camera. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of times that's super effective in horror is when you don't see what it is that people are reacting to or what the actual terror is. But when they showed it, I just, today I was just like, Holy cow, this thing looks amazing whoever did the design on this thing like seriously it's gorgeous looking it's amazing looking and it's terrifying looking you know what i mean keith thompson who is a concept artist for guillermo del toro yes that's right makes sense right yes big time big Uh, time okay who worked on don't be afraid of the dark pacific rim the strain crimson peak so he comes with a decent pedigree. Yeah, no kidding. And it looks amazing. This thing is 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 liter- is seriously terrifying. Well, and even when they get the close-up shot where he's grabbing that girl's head with mm-hmm. its hands and you're like, that thing is frightening. Yes, yes. Um, other pieces of uh, almost everything we see aside from that creature is practical effects. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, up, up in the attic of that barn house thing, I think those were all practical yeah um you like know zombie style decay, decaying bodies that were that's their immortality is chanting and it's oh, like that was creepy dude. it's like the one guy has got like the shrunken head well i say yeah. guy i mean the one the one whatever Fate. being that it once was you know there's the promise of immortality from this thing which we find out from the one girl that speaks english who's been yeah. there for 30 plus 35 years and you know and and also why these people are are targeted or, and, and the, the group was effectively herded into this, you know, there was two ways that they could have been herded into the thing, into the, the camp, but yeah, you know, it's at the end. Yeah. I think those were all practical, just yeah. animatronic or, or something. Yeah. Then but, you have, you know, you have the, the, the effects, you know, just the gore, the, the, the smashed up bodies, the slashed up split open bodies, all of that looks super realistic, kind of just repulsive, 
you know, it works. It all works because it wasn't anything that was like the camera didn't hold on it too long. And it they was were a far lot, enough you know away I mean? too. Yeah. Yeah, it was very effective, done very well. I don't think there was anything in this that I saw was just like, oof, that's kind of hokey. I mean, this was a tight, tight movie from top to bottom. Um, what stood out to you, dude, in, in terms of, well, for me, aside from the monster, like that's mm-hmm. that was one of the things that really that's, stood out to me, just amazing. That's understood, I think. You know, uh, the other thing that really stood out to me was um, the pacing. I thought the pacing on this film was was done well. There's many times where it does kind of slow down. There's these images of just long shots, just kind of looking at these the woods, right? And all of these like just row after row of, of trees. This it's is... not the one from Japan that no. is like the one that's in Mortal Kombat. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, which is probably its most famous or most obvious, you know, visually obvious. Everybody's seen that awful movie. Um, <laughs> Matt's uncle did stunt work on that. Did yeah, you? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, un- way unrelated, but yeah, it's they're they're tight trees, and yeah. they're they're trimmed, most of them toward the bottom, but not up top. Which yeah, yeah. And it's a, and it's for me. I thought the pacing was good. You know, you get enough of where there's heart pounding stuff happening, enough where it starts to kind of slow down, um, but perfectly timed. The reveal is perfectly timed. I think, you know, that was one of the things that really stood out to me again was that they, they timed it perfect. Uh, and I think really the act, I think what really st- stood out to me too was a lot of those moments where you could tell this is, like you said, the PTSD thing. He couldn't get this, like, this was something that has affected him to the point where he's seeing things. Like, he's literally back in that store again. You know what I mean? It was, or, it was really weird. Or is because the monster can and the the jotun can enter your and influence your thoughts is it that as well because 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 right but it's 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 making you see specific things for a reason right like the one the asshole at the end is seeing his wife and it's Mm -hmm. you know it's it's supposed to be how about that reveal not not the wife but like the whole leading up to it thing. Yeah, dude, that was, ugh. and that character development at the end there too, with him. Um, I think there's another part that stood out to me was like, damn, he didn't have to break his thumb. Really? I mean, he ugh. did at the very, very, very end, get out that way, but like, it looked like there was no point. You weren't going to save your friend and they weren't going to kill you anyway. So you probably didn't have to break your own thumb. Well, maybe, um, simply because he, uh, he would have been under the under that Jotun's thumb at that yeah. point. And how do you escape something that's you know still yeah. trying to to break you? Or yeah. what once it's broken you, you're broken. True, true. More more, I guess, than you already are. Yeah. Anything else stand out for you in this film? Uh I mean just the little the little kernels that you eventually find that they don't they, they let you draw them together like the picture with the girl and the the older her being older at the camp and poor gal she didn't she didn't make it (laughs) um that that uh that attic that was was like oh man this is frightening and then they started moving like oh like i'm just thinking these are the elders okay they're dead no not at all well, I was thinking to myself, why did we hear chanting? Was it just this weird kind of whatever? And no, because, yep, they're not dead. <laughs> nope. You think that, they are? Yeah. No. And uh, you got like a bag of bones at the front. I'm like, oof. okay, what's that guy's deal? 
no dude i'm not walking into that room like the second that door opens and i see the silhouettes of all those things i'm like yeah never mind i'm not I'm even waiting for him to in. stand up or something yeah fuck that dude i'm mm -hmm. not walking in um i think the last thing for me i thought that really stands out to me is the very end that kind of that scene where the 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 Jotun just keeps smashing him down trying to get him to bow and he's fighting and he's like i'm not going to do this you know i'm mm -hmm. not gonna Basically, to me, I was taking it as I'm not giving into this anymore. I'm not giving into my fear. I'm not giving into the guilt. I'm not giving into the pain anymore. You know, I'm going to move past the grief. Uh, super powerful for me at the end this time around. I was just like, wow, this was actually pretty intense. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the parallels that you can you can draw on your own, intended or not, which I'm sure they were intended. Yeah. By the the writer and director, they're they're very they're not overly obvious, but the parallels are they're they're hanging there for you to pick up on if even if not in the first viewing the subsequent viewings yeah um all right let's get into the rating dude out of five shortcuts question real quick what's that would you would you want a, a, a 10 inch funko of that monster they have this monster no as a no i'm just asking what, oh, what would you dude. i would buy one dude i would have <laughs> dude i would have already bought you one i was about to just jump straight up like yo i'm buying that for real they're missing out yes. that and and maybe the effigy the effigy, well maybe not the effigy i would that, i would yeah. get a funko of it or i'd love to have a todd mcfarlane uh Ooh. toy version of it because okay, that would so, look amazing you know it would okay so this is a, this is a weird sentence i'm about to say i've got a stuffed animal guy all right <laughs> <laughs> i no, i actually know somebody who makes custom stuffed animals oh wow that'd be maybe we look into that and that they're handmade cool. they're handmade what about too, a 3d so. model anybody have a 3d a 3D thing you could print out of that, that Yoten. I don't know, but I know a guy. I know a guy. Uh, I got a 3D scanner guy. Get out! Get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, Lorenzo. Nice. Yeah, I mean, he, he just—it's not hard. All you gotta do is repurpose an Xbox Connect, and <laughs> and it can do that. Oh, nice, dude. That's but pretty you can sweet. also take it from a picture from a bunch of different pictures, and you can probably scale it up. I, I don't know. My don't printers know. haven't been plugged in for months. <laughs> nice. Um, but we could probably figure something out because I kind of, now that you say that, I kind of want one. It's, it's going to become a note in my notepad here. Yeah, it could be pretty sweet. All right, let's do this, dude. Let's rate it out of five shortcuts. How many shortcuts are you giving this? What's your final thoughts and your rating? Oof. So um, this is the second viewing for me. Um, so the acting was great. Uh, it took me a minute to... To get rid to get over the oh well, look it's Andy in the Andes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't recognize him because I probably would have been thinking the same thing. Well, I was like, is that is that him? And I couldn't <laughs> remember, so I looked it up, and I'm like, yeah, it definitely is him. That's which, awesome. uh, you know, I, I knew that the first time I watched it, but again, it had been two and a half years since yeah. I had watched it. Um, so the sound was amazing. It and and you know the themes, the this I like a movie that makes you think a little bit, mm -hmm. and and. Lately, we've been watching movies that stick with you a little bit too, which I still don't know how I feel about that. I think you're messing with me, uh, <laughs> even though I picked this movie. Um, you know, the the acting was great. The the story is is rock solid, and, and there's an obvious logic to the progression of it. The the mysticism and and you know the the mythology. I'm not Nordic. That's the right conjugation yeah. of that, right? Yeah. 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 But I work with a guy who is, and and he, I told him to watch Midsommar, side note, and he's like, nope, not watching that kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, dude. 
Um, he's like, I was like, oh, I watched this movie called Midsummer. He's like, yep, Midsummer. I know it well. I'm like, yeah, I know the movie. You should watch. It. He's like, no, 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 no. After I told him about it, um, the the imagery is is wonderful. the The effects are you don't notice what is effect what is a CG effect and what's practical. Like I doubt seriously that they carved all those runes into uh, into those trees. Mm. I'm going to go on a limb. Maybe there's like, you know how they have those t-shirts that have the yeah. tattoo sleeves on it. Maybe they bought, made a whole bunch of those and wrapped them around the trees. <laughs> <laughs> but if they did, they did a good job of hiding the seams. But you know, there's that there's, there's the story, there's the acting, the sound, they were all amazing and great. Uh, I, I, I really can't say anything bad about this. Um, the, with one exception, the poster looks like they're walking through snow and they're not. Oh, true. True. But aside from that, it, I mean, it, it's, it's got the car that's on the side there and, you know, a, a number of other things behind them. Uh, it is a UK film and usually I don't fully get UK humor, but in this one, I, I don't think it was UK humor cause there wasn't a whole lot of humor going on. Yeah. Um, but you know, out of five shortcuts, this movie, I mean, it doesn't disappoint on second viewing and, and just, after that it doesn't disappoint so i gotta go five out of five on this Ooh. one because it's it's that solid i'm with you dude that's what i was gonna rate it five out of five for me because of everything you said there was so much going on here like i said i appreciated a lot of the human things that were happening in this you know a lot of the 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 emotional pieces of it psychological pieces of it obviously i love the you know the monster was it was great it really was you know the design of this thing to be entered now into the kind of the you know history now this this monster exists and which is amazing it looks so freaking awesome um god monster whatever you want to call it uh over yeah the entire thing man and it's so and when you said something about the special effects i we didn't mention this um but again it was done beautifully that it didn't look it didn't look blue screen or anything but when they're in the woods and all of a sudden you see pieces of the the convenience store just it's like it's like the 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 moss just rolls into the floor of the convenience store you know what i mean and it's like you walk right done amazing when when he's running through the woods and all of a sudden you just see the 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 lights above him from the convenience store as he's running that was really cool just Nothing, and it doesn't lights. look off it looks no. great so yeah you know even more i'm thinking about how the special effects were on point uh yeah everybody you know the acting was good thing i like too is that a lot of this film takes place in in one setting in the woods right but you're so enraptured by the interactions between these people. You're so kind of drawn in by the human pieces of it that you just don't, you're not really too worried about like, Oh, they're just in the woods. That's all that this is, is really them in the woods for a lot of the film. Because again, it looks gorgeous. You know, uh, where'd you say this one was filmed? It wasn't filmed in Sweden, Romania, Romania looks nice. You know, it looked, you know, they're, the, they're, they're, uh, the spots they filmed them were nice overall, man. I'm with you, bro. This is a, for me, this was a five. This is a solid film. This is one that you can go back on. You can look to and say, you know, you want to look at some great acting, great study and, and, and just kind of human interaction. Um, and then overall, just the lore, the, that piece of it, it wasn't too much. It wasn't like they tried to over explain too much. They gave you just enough to where you accept it. Like, this is a reality. This is real. This happens. Um, yeah, dude, five, five shortcuts out of five for me as well. Yeah, pretty, definitely. Pretty uh, it's free on Netflix. It's been for a while. Yeah. So 
Get you on should it. have watched it by now, but I'm. If you haven't, yeah. If you just listen to our, our our reviews before you watch a film, well, if you just listen to our reviews, why? Why are you listening to us? But even much appreciated. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's just you you really need to do yourself a service if you if you've been listening to us to see what movie you want to watch. You yeah. should watch these movies and then listen to it, and maybe yeah. we say something that you didn't hear before, like exactly. the hand, like the girl with the, in the wall. I got to go back and look at that, dude. I have to go back and look at that. Um, but what I do say also is that, you know, uh, we, we do appreciate, we appreciate you guys are listening to us. We, you know, well, let's and, not and, get hope, crazy. and I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that, you know, maybe if you, you, you're listening to this because you saw it way back when it first came out, you haven't seen it again, definitely go back and check it out, dude. It's, it's definitely well worth, well worth your time. She well, can't talk today. Very, very much so. Um. All right. Next week we're staying. Well, this was supposed to be international films, and they're t- kind of. I mean, British is international, right? The other one was uh, it was an American Swedish S- Swedish uh, partnership. This one is is Korean. The next one we're watching South Korean because nothing is allowed out of North Korea. South Korean. The next film we're watching is is one that has garnered rave reviews. I've not seen it. You've not seen mm-hmm. it. This is Parasite. 다송이가 몰래 부엌에 내려와서 냉장고에 생일 케이크 남은 걸 다시 꺼낸 거야. 아, 그 케이크 생크림이 기가 막혔거든. 내가 침대 누워서도 자꾸 생각이 난 거지. 그래서 요 앞에 앉아서 다송이가 케이크를 막 먹다가 So uh, it should be fun. Should be fun. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Erin's been wanting to watch it, so she'll be sitting down to watch this one with me as well. So um Go ahead. Never mind. I'll ask you when we're done. We'll, we'll plan this afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not going to take up the listener's time. All right, guys, listen, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. As always, head over to the website, BICBP-radio.com. Check it out. Um, that's all I got to say right now. Sean, what else you got to say before we're out? Wear your mask. Don't be a dummy. Get your vaccine. Mm, if you can, do it. Yes, do it, do it, do it. Uh, it is now time to unsilence your phones. Thank you.